your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche. Locked On Avalanche, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying Locked On Avalanche because I'm by myself in this in this box of emotion. Uh, but this is the Locked On NHL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. And he is joining me remote is uh, Mr. Denky Dank, Adam Denker. Uh, no video for you today. So if you're, if you're on, on the YouTube, uh, you're not going to be able to see Adam. You will just hear him so you, you you are there are you not sir yes i'm here i uh i i rented out kanye's room in the mercedes dome to work on my mixtape so coming soon that's that's what i that's what i call denker 64 is that, is that the name of it so uh yeah everybody thank you for uh, tuning in and making this your first listen of the day and it's thursday so uh we are we're going to continue our power ranking segment or, or not segment just show it's what this uh, the thursday edition of lockdown nhl is turning into is a uh, power ranking episode based on the voting of the hosts across the lockdown nhl uh, network so uh we'll jump right in man because uh you know uh, and, and if you are watching on youtube i am putting up that power ranking right now and you can see it on your screen. We'll go full screen for a little while with that so people can kind of soak it all in. Um, overall impressions, when you look at the uh, the rankings on week two, other than obviously we have a brand new number one in the Florida Panthers. So overall impressions, sir? I think it's it, it looks odd. I, I think that... <laughs> Having said that, and, and I'm not going to get too crazy about it. Obviously, um, both our teams are, are out of the top two <laughs> yeah. spots, but and, well, and how we're going to do it? Like, we'll, we'll talk about who the big risers are, who the big fallers are, yeah, um, and kind of who we think can can going into next week's rankings, who the big movers could be going into to next week. So, right. um, and I guess you know, I, a lot of people want to know, you know. The, the big thing is outside of the risers and fallers, you know, the top 10. So mm-hmm. um, I'll just fly through those really quick. Like I said, the, the Panthers are number one. The Penguins have moved up to number two. They were number 10 last week. The Lightning, last week's number one, are down to three. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes move from eight to four. My Colorado Avalanche go down to number five from number two. Uh, the Leafs, Maple Leafs, go down to number six. Bruins stay pat at number seven. The Capitals move up one to number eight. The Oilers move up two to number nine. And Vegas drops from number three to number 10. So that's your top 10. But uh, yeah, go back to when is overall what you think of this list. I just think it's an accurate depiction of how the first two seasons of any given NHL (laughs) season or any sports season uh, looks like. I mean, you're going to have teams that are obviously – Looking like they're going to win the cup. Uh, I was joking with you before that right now uh, the Sabres and are, are tied for the President's Trophy right now. So, that, that, well, granted, yes, it's only three games, but it, it's wait, still – like I told you, I, I still can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. Well, here's the thing with, with you know week two of doing power rankings, especially in like the NHL, is this is when you're going to see – 
a lot of jumping around yeah. because again, like, and we'll get to who, you know, the specific teams in the next segment, but you know, you're going to see teams that have a good first week jump and, and team that in a team that you don't expect. And that happened a couple of times. And then you're going to see teams who you expect to be there for the duration of the season drop a little bit. Most of the time, these things even themselves out over the course of a season, but there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions going on in week one, which is why you see a lot of up and down in the rankings for some specific teams. Yeah, and I think this is the proper reflection of how teams are – some teams are still trying to figure it out. Like, for example, yeah. Montreal uh, Canadiens, who we expected to come out of the gates, kind of pick up that momentum where they left off from last season, Yeah, are at the bottom of the cellar right now. Uh, with the with the ducks, the Preds, and the Coyotes, uh, two of those teams we're not surprised to see there. But the other teams, I mean, Preds, we didn't expect them to be that low. Uh, Canadians, obviously, not that low at all. Uh, but we'll we'll definitely see teams like that work their way up the rankings. Like you said, there's going to be a lot of up and down. There's going to be a lot of shuffling around the the rankings, and it's going to be interesting to see how teams really find their way as the season progresses. Yeah, and you had asked the question last week. Uh, we we had Arizona. The Ducks and the Sabers, not in that order. Um, at the bottom, they were the bottom three. And you had asked, like, do you think they'll ever get out of that cellar? Uh, you know, will, will, will any of those three teams move on from getting above number thirty? And all it takes in week one is, <laughs> you know, a team like Buffalo to go undefeated to get out of there. Yeah, I think all of us expect them to to return there at some point in the year. Uh, but right now, you got to bump them up. You can't leave them there right now. So, uh, you know, that's that's just the way that the power rankings go. I am still not happy. I mean, Seattle somehow moved up two spots. I don't get that. I am still of the mind that they should be towards the bottom because they've proven nothing <laughs> so far, except on paper, their team uh, maybe looks good defensively on paper. Yeah, I don't know how they moved up to. I don't think they had a relatively good week. Um, so, and I'm going to be watching them all year long to see where they go. I mean, they, no, they should you're, be lower. You're absolutely be lower right. You're absolutely right. They, you have nothing to work off of, of last year. And, and we both said it last week that really Kraken are getting sort of the credit that Vegas got. You're, they're kind of, you're, you're looking at what Vegas did all those years ago in their first <clears throat> yeah. year. And you're kind of, taking that success and being like, oh, you know, you're just shooing in the crack. And I think I, I, I'm very curious to see in Vegas how many people have the Kraken as at least to contend for the for the Western Conference finals. Uh, I'm curious what the odds, wh- wh- how many people have, have locked in those bets uh, from from day one. Uh, there's probably some people, but like you're saying, based solely on what Vegas did, I think that, you know, it's just written – uh, in stone that the Kraken are going to replicate that. And it's just like, no, it doesn't work that way. So yeah. um, I don't know. I think uh, overall, I think it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of what you expect. You expect a couple teams to, you know, have a good week to rise. You expect those couple teams that don't have a good week to, to just drop. Um, but we'll see how this all, plays out we'll get into uh team specific thing well first we'll do the risers so the teams that really kind of uh 
may stake their claim. We already talked a little bit about Buffalo, but we'll get into them a little bit more. Uh, but first, we're going to hear from Bet Online, and we're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More prop bets, odds, and lines more than all of that ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, bas- baseball, uh, baseball's postseason, excuse me, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers. Available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. Betonline.ag. <clears throat> all right. Risers. Uh, we have, obviously, I think the big one is the Sabres. Do you feel like they moved up too far? The Sabres are at 22. They were the last placed team last week. So they move up 10 spots to number 22. Do you think that's fair? I mean, like I said, they have to move up. But do you think it's too much up right now? Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, I, I, and and, and I, I just want to make it clear to our listeners and everybody watching, this isn't the Chris Masilli and Adam Danker dumping on the Buffalo Sabres show. Let's make that very clear. But come on. Like, I mean, what's going on around the franchise and, and what your roster currently looks like speaks for itself, but, mm-hmm. and, and yes. So to answer that, yeah, I, I feel like they got bumped up a little too high. I mean, you look at their first three games of the season, they played Montreal, uh, which yes, I'll admit is a very good win. I, I think on paper Buffalo, considering that they won that game five, one is that was a good win. Right. Um, and then, you have them playing Arizona second game of the season, winning two, one in the shootout, those games against two, not very so good teams. I mean, that's a toss up. Um, and then Vancouver, who just seems to disappoint me. I always, I, I feel like Vancouver is going to be always this very good team and they're not getting off to a good start. And Buffalo comes out again, drops five goals on them. So um, we were stating last week that it, it all depends on, on good starts. Uh, we, we talked, I think we, we refer to the Devils as one of those teams that needs a good start, but the Sabres have definitely taken that um, to heart. And and I guess maybe this is something that they're trying to do. They're trying to prove everybody wrong that we're more than just Jack Eichel and we're showing it on the ice. And I'm, I want to see them show up on a, on Friday night uh, when they play when they play Boston. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. And then you got Jersey the next night, and then you got my boys – lightning on on the following monday so mm-hmm. if if they come out of that uh you know two and one of that three game set i'll be very impressed and and i'll start to put more respect under them what what are your feelings on the sabers do you think I, that i love it i love this because you know i i love a, an underdog story and a team going through not, the guys on the ice it's not their fault no. of, you know what what the the front office wants to do with jack eichel what they're not doing with him these guys are probably tired of it. They're probably tired, not with, you know, whatever. They're probably all backing Eichel because that's their teammate. It doesn't matter. Like, they're tired of hearing about all of this extra stuff and nobody talking about the guys in that locker room. And they went out there and they busted their butt. And I'm sorry, but when, when you are expected to be the last place team, I don't care if you're beating the second to last place team. 
a win is a win. And, and for them to move up right now, and I don't, you know, none of us really expect them to stay there. I think right now it doesn't matter. I love that they are, are basically just saying, we're going out there. We have nothing to lose. And they're playing loose and, and look where they're at. So I love it. I, I love that they, they've made like the biggest jump. Um, and I think, you know, you root for a team like that. <laughs> you you, you kind of have to, to, to see how long that they can actually keep this up. Um, well. Well, I have to say, Chris, it's a little different when they're they're in the same division as your team. So, (laughs) you know, if this was Arizona, if this was Arizona, I kind of would be saying kind of the same thing. But because I think we all expect them to come back down to earth. But, you know, early on, you like to see those teams that are just expected to do nothing, do something. So um, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with them being where they're at. Um, We'll talk about our new number one team. The Florida Panthers, uh, pretty decent jump from number six to number one. Obviously undefeated so far. They beat your Lightning pretty handily, I think, the other day, four to one, right? Um, okay with them at number one? I, I, I you know, it, <laughs> they're or, a very- should, or should the should the number one team, number one overall team? Stay. Should they be given a little bit of a buffer for the first few weeks? Should no, the Lightning I, stay there? No, I, I I think that the Lightning have played there where they are on this on this chart. I think that they're right where they where they've been playing. I think the Panthers are just such a very good hockey team, and I think that how they lost last year in the first round of Tampa mm-hmm. um, made them a better team and saw kind of like for them what the standard was and where they needed to take their play and to have a goalie tandem like Verbovsky and then even Spencer Knight, who I think is so talented. He's only 20 years old, which is scary to think about. Right. Uh, it, I think that they're possibly a maybe one piece away from making a really serious run at the cup. Uh, then again, the team that they have right now, I think, um, is some is a team that could definitely carry them all the way, but yeah, number one I think is a good spot for them. The Penguins, I'm very surprised about being that too, uh, considering they're lo- they they don't without their top two players. Yeah, but that's uh, impressive. The, yeah. the way that they played, I think they deserve that. They're up uh, from number ten to number two. Um, yeah, I mean you're you're losing a lot, and I don't know if you've seen their record without Malkin and Crosby. It's it's something like 16 and five or something like that. 16, five and one. Like they have an excellent record without those two guys mm-hmm. playing. So I don't know. They know how to win when those guys aren't there. Um, but I mean, again, they're off to a, a really, really good start. Um, Columbus is the other team that, that made a big jump. They went up from 28 to number 18. Um, what do you think of that? I mean, is not that, not Columbus? a surprise. We we spoke about this we last did. week. That we did. If right. if there was any team that was going to make a big jump, at where a lot of people would be sleeping, it would definitely be Columbus. I mean, I think we both said it that if Patrick Line plays like Patrick Line with the rest of that core that you have around you, I mean, come on, this team could possibly even make the playoffs in the Metro, which is scary yeah. to think about. I mean, uh, you have two great goaltenders. You have Oliver Bortrand too. Um, not Bortrand, um, or maybe I'm mistaken. But anyway, you have a very good core of teams and uh, core of players, and and this is a team. I mean, firsthand ex- 
experience with them, they, they're a tough team. Regardless who's on the ice, guys go out there and play hard. They play loose at the same time, and they're not afraid to get nasty, and that's what Columbus does so well. And and I think that they're going to continue to rise. I think they'll end up by the All-Star break in the top 15. I really do believe that. Yeah, this is a sneaky good team, under-the-radar team. I don't think anybody's really expecting them to do much, maybe because they lost Seth Jones. People think, like, oh, they, you know, they – He's he's a lot of their team. Like, yeah, I mean, he's a big part of their team, but they have some good players on that team. So uh, I agree with you. I think that's. Uh, I think they were too low to begin to begin with, not by a lot. I think they should no. have been maybe mid twenties. But um, yeah, I think this team could rise up pretty quickly. And then um, the the Wild were a, good, a team that that moved up from fifteen to number eleven. Uh, I'm you know. And this is my division, so if you want, you know, we're talking about my uh, division team for me. Yeah, the the Wild look good. A very good comeback win the other day, um, but undefeated so far. I had talked to Seth about what he thinks the Wild can do this year. Was that just not so much an anomaly, but were they a beneficiary of the, divi- the division-only schedule? Mm-hmm. And he said it's a very real concern. Not a concern, it's a really very real question. Um, and, you know, so far, they look legit. Minnesota well, looks like you're going to be that a was, tough that team. Was an, yeah, that was another team that we spoke about last week, along with the Blue Jackets, that we felt was going to be a lot better than people really thought they were going to be. And a lot, had, a lot of that was going to have to do with kind of just this – they're changing their identity. They, they got rid of two of their leaders who – you know, you really thought they're a lot. Some people really thought they were going to have kind of like a even a a more worse their year than we're accustomed to with the Wild. But I mean, these guys I, and you've you said it yourself last week too. You know, being so familiar with this team, they play hard. They go out there and they play hard, and and yeah. they're a tough team. And and they're one of those teams where I look at the Lightning schedule and and having to go there and play those guys on the road in the middle of a long road trip. I mean. Just to see those guys twice a year, that's going to be tough. I could only imagine playing in the same division against a team like that. They're good. They are really good. I don't think there's any hangover from last year. I think they're uh, they're legit. They're here to stay. So, um, all right, let's uh, get to Rock Auto, and then we will talk about the falling teams. And this was pretty easy to to find the teams that are just after, had a bad week. And like I said, it just reflects in power rankings after one week that uh, if you have a, a week like these, what do we have, four teams here, uh, four or five mm-hmm. teams, uh, you are going to to fall like a rock. So speaking of a rock, hey, rockauto.com, uh, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about a section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. All right, Mr. Denker. Uh, four, well, not four. 
four or five. I think, how many we got? Five, I think. Uh, of the five that we were talking about beforehand, the one that sticks out to me the most uh, was my Stanley Cup opponent for the Avalanche in the final, and that is the New York Islanders. Uh, they dropped from number five down to 13. Not a good week to be a Islander. They they just and I've I've watched a good amount of their games. They just look lost. Uh, they play a, a, a kind of not a say a slower pace game. They don't. They might play a more controlled game, and it just is not getting off to a good start for the Islanders. I. I feel like we've seen this movie before, though, with the Islanders. <laughs> I, I yeah. feel like they always get off to a kind of a mediocre slash bad start, and then they turn it on in the middle of the season and later in the season, obviously, and then they kind of get their act together by the time playoffs start and they get those first couple of games under their belt. I'm not worried about this team at all. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's some Islander fans that are freaking out right now. Yeah, probably. But I, 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 I don't, I'm not worried. I, I think they're going to find their way back up. Um, in the, in the top ten, um, I think so. And they're just going to settle down. Yeah, I, I think that you have a good situation around there. You have a good core. The team, I'm very shocked at where they are as as far as them falling are the Vegas Golden Knights. I cannot right. believe that we're t- we were talking about them being three. Yes, they're still in the top ten, but when you look at the schedule and, and I know I'm kind of contradicting myself right now by saying, you know, these are only two or three games. Let's all relax, but losing to the Kings, the way you did six, two, I mean, without even looking at the box score and watching any of the game, that's just a, that's not a good look. I mean, the Kings are going to be a tough team this year. They're going to put up a fight, but early on in the season. And, and I've said this about the lightning as well. And other situations this year, you being a team as good as you are as Vegas, you got to jump on the the you know the not so good teams early on. These are the t- games that you got to win early on in the season because if you looked at their schedule after this, it's not going to be easy for the rest of the month. You got St. Louis tonight as we're recording on Wednesday night, uh, and then you got Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle on Friday, and then you got the Islanders and and. Colorado, Dallas, uh, to wrap it up, along with uh, Anaheim. So you know, being in the in the in the West, it's not easy. And you, like I said, you have to win these. The you have to win these games. The games that you know you're very capable of winning. Well, the problem with Vegas right now is they have injuries, yeah, uh, and that are piling up, and they're not coming back for a while. And they're big, big players like Max Pacioretty is out. Yeah. Mark Stone is out. Uh, William Carrier is out. Um, I think Matthias Yanmark is still out. Um, they 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 are getting decimated early yeah. with injuries, so uh, it it might be a struggle for them at least for the next week or so. Well, few weeks because I think Pacioretty is out for for weeks, so it could be a struggle for Vegas uh, at this early stage in the game. Solely based around injuries, and and I think Janmark is because of COVID. Yeah, but I know they said he wasn't going to play in the Thursday night game. So still, problems up and down for Vegas when it comes to injuries. Um, Montreal obviously is a team that free fell. Uh, they are down to number twenty nine from number eighteen. 
I can't make heads or tails of, of what is going wrong in Montreal and at this early state. And Mark Bergerans came out and said that he doesn't plan on making any moves. So this is this is your squad for the rest mm. of the year until you know things really, if they do, start to fall apart. And I don't think that they're, they're in trouble. I, I'm I'm curious as to see how this team as the season progresses. Um, you don't know when Corey Perry's coming back. So, you know, how is this goalie tandem going to be able to play as the season goes on? And how is this defensive core really going to help out uh, in front, especially with Shea Weber out as well? So, um, yeah, a lot of question marks, but I still think they have enough talent on the ice. Uh, and I really think this is going to be Cole Caulfield's real. I mean, if it wasn't yes, last year, but Cole, I think Oof. this is the year where Cole Caulfield has to become like the leader of this team and really take the reins and, and, and really do something, and sh- you know, and, and I think that's the only way really they get up. And I, and I'm fully, I, I think I'm fully confident that they will. You think so? I mean, I, you would think that, I mean, they, they made the cup last year, but yeah, I know like they've had some like turnover in the roster. Everybody does. Um, it's just like looked so bad and it's like, man, like are, are they, is this going to take a while to get out of this rut? I don't know. I mean, teams can turn around relatively quickly. But it, it it doesn't look good for Montreal in the early stages. I don't know. That's just me. I maybe you know it's a long season. Maybe they can pull out of it. I I don't know. Well, don't they're know. they're gonna have to. Uh, they definitely have to get it together soon because you know we've seen teams that get into ruts and and the excuse has always been well they're too talented you know not to get it together and they eventually don't. Yeah. Um, so the real question is, how long can you stay in a rut before it just becomes who you are for that season? Yeah. Um, the one, especially you know, the one team that I'm looking at as well, that little bit of a rut to start the season, and that's the Chicago Blackhawks. You really thought, you know, yeah, the addition of well, Seth Jones and Jonathan Taves coming back, and the Flower being in net, you really thought they were going to be at the top of the division, or at least in play for a top four spot. They don't even have a win yet. <laughs> I want to say the two teams. Like the one team that you picked and the one team that I picked, that we said we're going to go up Winnipeg. the standings. When I because I picked Winnipeg, and I think you picked Chicago. I think uh, well, we both agreed that Winnipeg was probably going to be a yeah. conference final uh, team, right? And, yeah. and we were agreeing with both of those picks. Yeah, both of them fell. <laughs> Winnipeg fell from twelve to twenty-one, and Chicago fell from nineteen to twenty-five. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm with you in with the Blackhawks. I, I just. They, they got good players in the offseason, and you expected them to get off to a pretty good start, and that has not happened. Everything just looks out of sync. And maybe it's that's you know a testament to having so many new players Yeah, uh, that you kind of have to to break out of it and, and have those moments where you need to figure out how to play with the other with, with your new teammates and stuff like that. But uh, I think you think there's a little bit of concern with how Fleury's playing early on? I, I think that with, with veteran goaltenders, I think that's always the concern. You know, they have a couple of bad games and you think, oh, they lost it. You know, we, we saw this in the last couple of seasons of Henrik Lundqvist in, in New York. And, yeah, his last season in New York wasn't exactly stellar. But, you know, there, were, there would be times with the, the – and, and I think it really comes down to playing these guys at the right time against the right teams. I think what it, mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. I think now – we're going to have to look at Flurry. He's not obviously an, an everyday goaltender. And we saw that in Vegas. They played him at the right times and he flourished there. And I think that's what you really have to look at him at this stage of his career. You know, he's not an everyday goalie anymore. And, okay. um, 
you know, maybe it's just a matter of exposing him too much. Maybe play him every every couple of games or so, not not every night. Because yeah, he at this stage in his career, he's he's his body breaks down a lot faster than it used to. Right. So having said all that, uh, let's pick a team where they think we're going to kind of uh, make their ascent up the standings for next week. If you had to pick one team that wherever, middle of the pack, outside the top 10, wherever they are, who do you think is going to have a good week next week where we'll be talking about them, that they made a a big improvement? Um, I'm going to have to say the Devils. I I really like what I've seen. Hughes is hurt. Hughes is hurt. Yeah, but I they've mean, been they've been playing hard and 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 I really like how how they they just been spacing stuff on the ice and Mackenzie Blackwood has looked a little shaky here and there, but still I I think that um, and is he out too? I I think you know uh, what it's one of those seasons where the first couple of weeks everybody everybody <laughs> is hurt. And I don't know why I thought I heard somewhere that he is. Hurt. It had no. I thought it had. Um, was it COVID. was it the shot thing? It was with yeah. COVID. Yeah. Okay. Where he's he's not entirely sure what. It's a very weird, strange situation yeah. that I hope gets resolved soon. But hey, they had a very they had a couple of of very good wins. Um, you know, beating beating the Blackhawks and in, in OT, and then beating the the uh, one of the top teams in the league in the Seattle Kraken. Uh, and and I, I would like to see how they play against the Capitals on uh, tonight as we're recording yeah. this on Thursday because you know the Capitals got off to a good start. They played the Rangers very well, and they're showing. You know, we we both said on the last show that you know they're a team where we expect them to possibly show their age, and they haven't thus far. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I I think I don't know. We'll see how they're. I think they're playing right now. I like uh, Philadelphia right now. Me too. Um, I think they're playing as we're recording. They are up four to three, nine minutes left against Boston. So if they win that game, and then let me get to their uh, schedule here. And while you're looking at their schedule, I just wanted to correct myself. I meant to say Jonathan Bernier uh, instead of Blackwood. I I thought Bernier has been playing very well. And and kind of that tandem between him and Wedgwood. So – so they lost um, – well, that was last week. So for this week, they, they whooped Seattle 6-1. Uh, yeah. to one. If they can beat the Bruins and then Saturday they play the Panthers and they beat the Panthers, you know, your three wins for this week are Seattle, which you, you crush them, which you should. It wasn't just a, a you know, a overtime win or something like that or shootout win. If you beat the Bruins, that's a solid win. If you beat the Panthers, that's our number one team for this week. Yeah, you move up, in my opinion. If if the Flyers hey, have a good week, hey, I'll I'll put them in the top ten if they beat the Panthers. I'll tell you right now. All right, <laughs> all right, we'll hold you to that. So I think those are our risers. Anybody quickly that you think is is gonna have a free fall of epic proportions like uh, Montreal or anybody next week? Uh, I I think the Wild are gonna level out. A little bit. I think you're going to yeah. see maybe a little little falter there. Um, you know, they're going to be a team that's going to go up and down throughout the season. I think. I still think they're going to make a play for a playoff spot, but they're going to be one of those teams that we're just going to talk about all season long, up and down, up and down. And I would like yeah. to. I think the Jackets are going to be in their spot uh, yeah, by next so, week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I'm not sold on Vancouver. I, Vancouver is at 23 right now. They moved up a spot. To, to 23 
Uh, but I don't, I don't know. They, they lost badly to Buffalo. Yeah, they lost to Buffalo. Uh, they're playing the Blackhawks, um, I think. To, yeah, when is that? Tonight? Let me see. Yeah, they're, like uh, I said before, they're, they're one of yeah. those teams that they just underperform. What about the Jets, right. man? Like, are, are we seeing a big... I think the Jets will, I think the Jets will, will, will write that ship. I, I'm, I'm not... You know, I'm not diving off of that after <laughs> after one week. I, I'm, I'm sticking with with uh, Minnesota, but or Minnesota with with uh, Winnipeg. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just Vancouver doesn't do anything for me. I don't. You know, they have some good players, but they never seem to get it together. No, no, and they should because they have a, a tremendous goalie and you know pretty good defense in front of them. But they just can't. I don't know. Not impressed. So. We shall see, though. Those are uh, our picks for next week and uh, kind of diving into this week's power rankings. So let us know what you guys think. Uh, find us on social media. You can find me over on the Avalanche page, LOPN underscore Avalanche. Uh, Mr. Denker, when, where can they find you? You can follow the Lightning page at L underscore Lightning on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at LockedOn underscore Lightning. Uh, tune in this Saturday night might be a little bit of a um might be a little bit of an intense uh back and forth between me and chris on saturday night as the avalanche and the lightning play each other for the mm-hmm. first time in a couple of seasons yeah so that'll be fun yeah. uh if the avalanche do what they did uh wednesday night i'm not expecting anything that's horrible <laughs> that's horrible hey as so. long as nathan mckinnon isn't pushing my young players into uh yeah. the bottom of the boards <laughs> He's, I mean, if anything, he is ticked off after the way they played the other night. So you might feel the wrath of McKinnon. No one, he's not taking anybody out to TGI Friday. (laughs) All right, everybody. uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Here's your last look at those power rankings. And uh, we'll be back next week with an all new updated. Tell us what you think. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you for uh, making this your first listen of the day, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Later.